Welcome to StockInvest.us podcast. StockInvest.us is a research service that provides financial data and technical analysis of stocks. All users should speak with their financial advisor before buying or selling any securities. Users should not base their investment decision upon StockInvest.us. References to any specific securities do not constitute an offer to buy or sell the securities. By using this information, you agree and are held liable for your own investment decisions. For more information, please visit stockinvest.us. Hi, and welcome to this episode where I'll speak a bit about how money flows. In the very first episode, I spoke a bit about greed and fear. And it's kind of natural that money will follow greed and run away from fear. That makes perfectly sense. The concept of how money flows uh, is a bit more complicated Um, and I'll do my very best to try to illustrate at least some of it. First, uh, I'd like you to imagine a bucket of money. This is all the money that's available in the market at a given time. So if money is going into some stock or some sector, it necessarily goes out of another stock or another sector. It's uh, just how it works. Uh, In these days, Uh, You have huge um, sentiments by the governments with the rescue packages, but in general, just imagine this bucket. So the concept is kind of clear. It goes out and it goes in. Uh, One very good example is uh, oil price. If oil price is increasing, you will see that money will flow into stocks (coughs) that... uh, either produce oil or heavily connection to the production of oil. You will at the same time uh, see money flow out of, for instance, uh, airline companies or companies that's oil consuming because the the, the cost of oil, the production cost, uh, the running cost is high. So the stock will be less attractive. You have the same thing, uh, gold companies, if gold prices are high, you will see that the gold stocks will do very well. If gold stock is dropping, the, the price will go out. Um, and we can do this by currencies, stocks that's heavily traded, for instance, in euro versus dollar, um, and so on and so forth. This uh, is um, also labeled correlation. There is a strong correlation between either segments of different stocks. It's kind of a very useful tool. I like that correlation tool because it can help you um, do better prediction. Like, for instance, you want to buy an airline company. To adjust your timing, you should actually look, and, and now I'm not speaking about the corona situation, because it's, uh, this, this is a very, very special situation, but in, 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 the, in the general market. So you want to invest into airline company, uh, because you have a good belief that this uh, particular airline company will do very good maybe a very good uh, leader or being expansive. Or, or there, there is a specific reason why you want to. You should then look into what uh, drives the price. And the, the oil price, the, the, the cost of fuel, is one of them. So if the oil price is in a rising trend, the chance that your airline company will do very, very good is less than if the oil price is going down. 
um, and this is how uh, the big player thinks. This is how they evaluate all the the the, the, the things. Right now we are in a situation uh, where we have Corona. The stock market took a huge, huge uh, beat. Dow was falling from 30 to 18.5. Uh, recently had some three, four days of gains, getting back to just around 22,000. Uh, and during these days of rebounds, when it was falling, we saw that money was going to more secure stocks. Stocks that either produce uh, health equipment, biotech companies that could be in the run for the, uh, the vaccine or, or somehow related, positively related to um, what could be gained from this very bad period. Now, in the four days of gain, you, you also saw that um, the stocks that were taking the huge bit, they were having a gain. While the more secure stock, and by secure stock, I mean these stocks that are still selling medical equipment, etc., they were actually falling in the very good days of, uh, of gain. And this is simply because the investors expect to get more. It's the greed. They expect to get more, for instance, in uh, Boeing Airline, uh, Royal Caribbean Cruise, or whatever it is. So, but once there is a red day, the opposite happens. These other companies, uh, Boeing take a small fall, Tesla take a fall, and you see companies like Lakeland Industries producing medical equipment, they get a rise, simply because investors want less risk, so they go back to the more secure stocks. It is a, uh, a very, very special situation. Market is extremely volatile, so right now you should not use things like oil or gold prices um, to determine your positions simply because there, there, there is an overlay there is this overlay this corona which changes everything because tomorrow there might be some bad news and that will affect the market even if oil prices going up where all companies should uh, increase in value, they still may go down. So it's an um, odd situation. Uh, in this situation, you have to use a bit different tools. But still, there are some of these main lines that you can use for money flows. In technical terms, uh, we like to measure these. We call them momentum. So we like to measure these either by looking at the volume, or other indicators that do the same. I always said that volume is one of the best tools you can use. Uh, it's kind of easy to use if you first know it. You just need a good chart. You need a good chart that shows you the actual trading volume uh, uh, and you have the, the end price or intraday price, depends what you have. But you want to see volume following price. That's a very good sign. Volume should follow. If price go up, volume should go up. If uh, volume is falling, the, the sorry. If the price is falling, the volume should be falling. If this happens, you can almost predict what is going next. Uh, and as as we started uh, talking about this bucket with money, uh, you will also see that during, if you look at a one-year period of chart, there might be some high peaks of volume. 
and it's very very seldom that the volume will pass the high peak the, uh, if you have long enough chart it will not simply pass it it will not go uh, to the sky because there is a certain limit and very often when volume is hitting these tops you will see a stop if the if the stock is in a good position still rising rising you will see that it's hitting it simply lose momentum and uh, shortly after uh, it start falling um, as technical trader you like to look for divergence which means that there is a opposite thing that volume is falling uh, prices uh, prices rising volume is falling is uh, is uh, uh, falling is uh, divergence or the opposite uh, and uh, this this can give you the the good uh, the good trading points if a stock is rising and the volume is falling in most cases it's just a matter of time before the stock will fall but as i said you can look at the peaks the, the top peaks you can also look at the bottoms because the, the same thing will apply there if a, if the volume is falling low enough it suddenly um, get to a point where it usually start to go up uh, go up and uh, I, I, again uh, uh, usually I'm uh, when I refer to things I refer to solid companies with uh, a lot of trades because if you go to very illiquid companies small biotech companies uh, stocks that's not so much traded you cannot use volume the same thing but for the main companies Apple Facebook uh, Snapchat, whatever stocks that's traded a lot, you can use these general principles. And uh, principles. And if the volume is falling for uh, low enough, we can then say that the interest, because volume reflects interest, the interest is very low, and it should start to go up. And usually, when interest go up, volume go up, the stock will go up, unless there is, uh, of course, a fundamental news. Uh, because lately the, the volume has been crazy in the market in general and the stock's been falling. Uh, there is this thing called the dead cat bounce uh, derives from uh, 1929 where the uh, stock market crashed. It's, it's a sad story. Uh, actually, a lot of uh, investors, a lot of people that had their grandparents invest in everything uh, during this huge crash, they decided to jump out of buildings, high buildings. And when they hit the pavement, they had a rebounce up and it, it was labeled that cat bounce uh, for it. Stock falling very, very, uh, very, very hard, volume increasing. That's a typical sign of that cat bounce. And I was asked, um, could what we see right now, because as I said, Dow Jones fall from... 30,000 to uh, under 20,000 and had a okay gain from 18 to 22 about had a, a nice gain four days of, uh, of gains so is this just the dead cat bouncing that you have the fall you have this relief period and of course this relief period it was connected to the extremely huge uh, rescue package presented by the House of Commons in the United States the Congress and um, uh, yeah, and these these things happen together. You had this four days bounce. So is this just a dead cat bouncing? It's again in a normal situation uh, because 
I spoke briefly about it before, I will get more and more into it. Things goes in wave, it goes in the one-third wave or two-third wave, which means that if things fall, it can often fall two-thirds or one-third of the height. Dow Jones fell from 20 to just, uh, sorry, from 30 to just under 20, 18, which is about one-third fall. The rise that we saw um, past week, it's actually one-third up from it from 18 to 20 22 is the point either it goes further and then it should maybe go uh, go uh, to, uh, to two-third which will be roughly around 26,000 and then it should at least start to to top off but it is from a technical point of view a very good chance that the, we will now hit uh, some more red days what we want is to see that the next bottom is closer to the previous. That's when things start to uh, slow, start to slow down, and we can say that the, the fall is getting close to an end. But from a technical point of view, um, we, we we should most likely probably then see this week um, more red than green. Hopefully, I'm wrong. So. Uh, we were speaking about um, how money flows and if my idea that the following week because the dough had the one-third uh, up from the one-third down um, and uh, if I'm right and we're heading into um, some more red uh, terrain you should see uh, money again flowing back to the more secure stocks and as time now have passed a bit, it's also uh, uh, stocks, uh, we, we start to see a, a more clear picture of what will be the outcome. There has been some rescue packages, uh, to some of them been specific, some not so specific, but we start to see a much more clear picture. There are signals that Netflix is doing good, uh, Apple said they are doing uh, quite good so we know that these things uh, will uh, stand uh, the, the trial of this uh, pandemic pandemic so money will probably concentrate more around uh, now it will probably concentrate more again again about the the, the stocks where there is some potential medical equipment etc but they will also start focusing more around the safer bets uh, like Apple, like Netflix, um, not so sure about Facebook because Facebook and a lot of uh, other things, they get their money from advertising and we know that uh, a lot of business is not open or Starbucks is not open so why should they advertise uh, and so on and so forth. So we know that the advertising should that there is pre-made contracts in all markets, in all big business, there is pre-made contracts. So the advertising market, uh, they were taken by the bed by uh, all of this, but they had contracts maybe. My guess is most of them had at least contract uh, for all of March, uh, which was uh, written, fixed, maybe some even prepaid, but from March now down uh, and forward, they should probably be 
quite less advertising money. And then I think this could uh, affect uh, much of the media business quite hard. Uh, type of newspapers, uh, media business in, in general that, that lives from uh, advertising. So, but um, streaming companies, uh, Netflix, um, Apple, which is selling uh, goods uh, online, will uh, most likely hold a good stand and we'll see money flow. My guess, again, it's, it's just a guess. My money will flow towards these companies. That's where you either can do profit or at least um, <laughs> lose the, not, not lose so much. Because if uh, markets is usually it's like that is scare can start to build and it can build much faster than you think. So if we for some reason should be, and this could be, and most probably will be, uh, if, if, uh, if we get bad news, and by bad news, I mean, there are especially two news that I would pay attention to. It's the increase in death rates because this will natural trigger so much bad uh, news. Media will sell all the bad news. They will sell all the bad stories. The TV will be full of it and they will focus only on the negative. And this will impact the common investor. Uh, yes, market will be done with this thing long before uh, for the rest of us. But we are still not there where we can say that market have turned. And if there is getting a lot of bad news, like recently today I saw some, uh, I don't remember exactly which channel it was on, but they were speaking that they, they might run out of um, hospital beds and people may die in the streets and this kind of uh, news. I don't even understand why they put it on television. What's the point of it? They start to play the political game on it, trying to be benefit. But if more of these news will be pushed to the market. Uh, these can affect in such a way that you only need a very small trigger to send the market quite rapidly down. And this trigger could be um, some financial analysis telling something that somebody's starting to publish something about the, the, the uh, economical consequences. And uh, once again, we can have uh, uh, a massive rush. This doesn't have to happen. Uh, I hope it will not happen, but it's there. It's it's a risk factor, and uh, some people, the big players, they they talk. They have uh, huge departments of analysts analyzing everything. So uh, you could try to track them, see where is the big money flowing. Uh, I don't know what your broker offers, but often you can see uh, which broker house is trading and some broker houses are for the bigger brokers. So you can try to follow uh, and see where, where is the big money going. Is some stocks for some reason achieving higher volume? Because if they achieve higher volume and there is no specific reason why they should have increased volume, it's probably a huge fund um, extremely wealthy investor or somebody that's investing in 
to these particular uh, stocks and they do it for a very particular reason. Generally because they think it's less risk and there is an upside profit. Uh, we also know that news are shared between brokers, they are shared between groups of people uh, before things are prevented. That, that's why we have this uh, act about inside trading and all these things, but, but still they occur. So I would pay attention where is money flowing right now uh, at some pages. You can uh, uh, sort list, uh, sort list, you can list companies, see which companies have the highest volume and try pick them out and see if there is a certain pattern because money flows. So uh, we're getting to the, the end of this uh, small session. Uh, we're heading for a new week. Uh, I, I try my best to explain to you that you should follow the money, follow the flow of money. Uh, again, since we are in this uh, special situation, the, the greed and fear will be the main factors, like always, but so much more. Uh, and uh, uh, this is uh, what you can play on. I know because I had so many questions about it. A lot of people are investing in the green days. They are thinking that everything will be green, so they are just jumping on on the green day. And the thing about uh, green days is that usually the green day starts very good, so most of the profit is already taken. Uh, so if you are a trader and you have the ability, uh, the possibility and the ability to, to, to um, because you should always be prepared to lose. You should use very red days to do your picks. Picking in green days, very often the, the profit is taken. And if you hit a red day the next day, you can go on a, a huge lose and you have to wait for the next green to get back up. So uh, I'll uh, not drag it any longer. Uh, next time I will try to go a bit more towards uh, how we use technical tools. Uh, I advise you, I hope that you will uh, visit our page stockinvest.us. Uh, we have lots and lots and lots of uh, uh, free things. Don't even have to register. We hope that you do, of course, but uh, and I, of course we hope that you will be a subscriber as well. But there is lots and lots of tools that we made uh, for you. Our aim is to help the investor increase the profit and reduce the losses. And I'll end this very session with the best tips that I can ever have. Use stop loss. Set a certain limit. That's the limit. You will not lose more than this. Most brokers offer it that you can set a fixed stop loss. You should take in consideration that we are in a high volatility market where things fluctuate a lot. So your stop, stop loss should have it because you don't want to sit in a situation where you just see your money go straight out of the window. And making a decision to sell is always the hardest decision. That Buying, that's super easy. That decision you can make. 20 a day, so 50 a day, it doesn't take you a second. You just hit the buy button. But selling, I promise you, selling is the hardest thing you can do. Let stop loss be your friend. Let it make the decision for you. You will lose in some cases that you, you will see that the stock will go just below your stop loss and rise up again. 
But in general, stop loss is one of the very best advices I can give you. So I hope we are heading for a uh, better week than I think. And uh, I wish you the very best in your trading.